Shelly, and welcome aboard to Everybody Ships Us. I'm Shelly Norfleet. I'm Bonnie Dolan. And we are best friends and roommates, and that's it. We know everybody not so secretly ships us, which gave us a brilliant idea. We decided to date for one hour each week right here in our living room and see where it leads. Because what is dating if not investing your time, your energy, and your heart into a relationship with your favorite person? (laughs) Yeah. What is dating if not, I don't know, learning how to pronounce badminton? Badminton. Bad badminton. Sure. So let's do this. We're not dating at all. Your head in the game? My head is in the game. Mm. My heart is in the song. (laughs) (laughs) She makes it feel so right. Uh, should I go for it? I gotta shake this. Yikes. <laughs> what? Did you say yikes? I don't know. High school boy says yikes. <sighs> you say shucks. I do, but I'm not a high school boy. Well. Well? Well. Mm. In all ways but physical. Okay. <laughs> I'm a high school boy. <laughs> yeah. And I guess also in the sense that I'm not in high school. So, it, so, okay. so I'm, I'm it's more of like a spiritual experience that yeah. you're having about spiritually. Yeah. I'm like a high school boy, but like not, you know, like I'm one of the good ones. Yeah. Like not all men, not it's all me, not all high school boys, not all high school boys. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. That's something I say. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. I say that a lot. You do. <laughs> You've also gotten into saying rutro. <laughs> Okay, I don't know how you just noticed that. I've been saying that for years. I mean, I didn't just notice it. I just feel like it has picked up recently. Has it? Yeah. I don't even notice it. <laughs> it's such a part of my vernacular. Like it's, anytime I like tell you something that's like, not like a bad thing, but like a mild inconvenience, you're like, ruh-roh, like so earnestly. Ruh-roh. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I think that's my favorite. Or when you're like surprised by something and you go, gah. Because it's just genuine, but it sounds faked. Like, who says gah in a moment? I don't know. I don't even know where I picked that up. There, there's got to be some, like, office moment or something where he just says, gah. You're just like, this is mine now. Yeah. It's like when I learned, uh, when I had that old VHS of behind the Britney Spears Oops, I Did It Again music video that I got from McDonald's. And Incredible. I listened. It was like a it was a two it was a two parter. It was like fifteen minutes of Britney on the set of Oops I Did Again music video, like her waking up with her best friend Felicia and like on the way to the music video, doing the music video, and then fifteen minutes of uh NSYNC on the bye 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 music oh, video on set. This is this sounds like it's worth a lot of money now. Dude, if I could find it, my life would be made. Yeah. But I watched that and I I watched Brittany getting ready in the morning. She's walking down the hallway with her assistant, Felicia, also best friend. Mm-hmm. And she was like laughing. And Brittany's laugh, I like tried to have that laugh for a bit. Like I, <laughs> I tried to sculpt my laugh into hers. Can you demonstrate the laugh, please? Yeah, it was like, hee <laughs> I don't know. It was like a giggle. Oh it was God. like, hee <laughs> I need to find this video. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it's on YouTube. It would make my life to be able to see this video again. <laughs> I, can't, I can't giggle. She's just like Southern. <laughs> that's what it was. Wait, okay. That last one that I did, that's it. All right. I'm going to try it. Yeah. I just got to start talking. So how does she talk? Yeah. It's just a little Southern. She's, She's from Louisiana. Southern. She's just from Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. 
know. Because you're like bending the E's. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. No. <laughs> she's just, I don't know. Shelly, you're trying too hard. It's just, she's from Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not delicate enough to giggle. Like, oh, oh, she's just from Louisiana. <laughs> oh my God. It's like a gross, like, pervy cackle. <laughs> <laughs> What's the grossest laugh you can come up with right now? Go. Is it gross like creepy or gross like why are you making that sound? Gross like high school boy. Oh, wow. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, because sometimes I laugh like that. No. <laughs> <Just go. laughs> now I don't even know what my real laugh is. I sometimes have an Elmo laugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do. That's my favorite. And I just am laughing really hard and then I go. Golly. You just laughed like a seagull. <laughs> you laughed like Jeremy. Oh, oh. Yeah, Jeremy. Did I laugh like you? <laughs> he's laughing in spirit. God, he's such a professional. He's a professional. He knows we're recording. Yeah. So he's not going to make no. any noise. <sighs> I love you, Jeremy. Dude, he's the best. You're the absolute best. <laughs> the best. So hi, Bonnie. Hi, Shelly. <laughs> Welcome to the living room. Thank you so much. I'm excited for our date. I am too. I dressed up for you. Did you I see? did. You look gorgeous. You're wearing a red floral dress and it's very pretty. Thank you. I did actually think about pretty much every time mm-hmm. we've had a date. I have looked like absolute human garbage. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, yeah. I got to start like not a, not only setting aside the quality time for you, but actually like preparing and being like intentional about it. And that also means dressing up. Yeah, man. I don't want to want to do a slob. <laughs> Damn. Uh, but you're right. I don't want to date a slob either. Uh uh, that doesn't bode well for me today. I am definitely just wearing a sports bra and biker shorts, and I've pulled my hair back, and I am sweaty. Yeah, you. But you looked cute earlier. I did, yeah. Um, but not for our date. Now you're just like in the same outfit, but like deconstructed. Yeah, I'm just like really like challenging the norms. You know, yeah. like what's normal on a date? You're just like decoupling the idea of like you're outside look versus like your inner value yeah like I want someone to like me for like what's inside and not just this fine ass body on the outside that's right the body yaddy yaddy the body yaddy yaddy yeah Yeah, and I do (laughs) I do excellent well (laughs) thank you you're welcome (laughs) we are so all over the place already our date is so late today I know thank you for squeezing in a later date yeah I mean of course. Yeah. I had this time set aside for you anyway because oh. we were going to do other things, but. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Like, I love, like, flexibility in a potential partner, like, both, you know, like, schedule-wise and also, like, mobility-wise, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting weird now. What do you look for in a potential partner? Like, oh, Like, on a real, so, mobility. <laughs> Obviously. Flexibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me like top three you're thinking of right now. All right. Because I hate I hate lists where you have to be like, what's your all-time favorite 
bands yeah. or like, what's your, what's your all time favorite songs? I'm like, I cannot possibly answer that no. question. I can just tell you what five songs I can think of right now that I absolutely am in love with at this particular second. Yeah. Cause it changes from like day to day, season to season, my mood with my moods, you know? Yeah. And like, what if you forgot one of the best songs ever at, but so that person is going to walk away thinking that you don't love that song as yeah. you do as you do. I'm not representing myself accurately. I think that's unfair. Yeah. So I it's agree. an unfair question. Anyway, I'm going to rephrase the question that I asked you. Please do. Give me three things that you look for in a potential partner nice. right now. Um, similar sense of humor to mine. Love it. Which is different than just like having a sense of humor because people just have different humor styles that don't always mesh. Um, I think <laughs> empathy. <laughs> Love it. Very important. Definitely look for empathy. And... You've got me on the edge of my seat. I genuinely can't think of a third thing, so I'm just going to say... Oh, I was really hoping it would come to me by the end of that sentence. <laughs> a willingness to try new things. Oh, I like that. That's important. Yeah. Yeah, because that's also flexibility. Nice. Nice. <laughs> What so what was you? the first thing you said? Uh, similar sense of humor. Love it. Check. Empathy. Check. And willingness to try new things. Check. So I'm your perfect partner. Amazing. Now what do you look for? What are three things that you look for? I look for somebody who looks like a slob on a daily basis. Check. <laughs> <laughs> a willingness to buy new things. Check. And a gorgeous head of hair. Wow. Check. It's like almost like you tailored these specifically for me. What? No. That's crazy. What are you talking about? I mean, like, dresses like a slob, spends all their money, mm-hmm. and has a mane for days. Yeet. <laughs> Skirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something we did this week. We created the oh. worst words possible. <laughs> This is, we didn't create these words, but we decided on their alternate definitions. Yeah. Uh, well, we created a, an addendum to them. We did. We. <laughs> I hate this, but we need to talk about it because it is the most exciting thing that we did this week. It honestly is, which is pretty sad. So I don't even know how to start this. Genuinely, this is the stupidest thing we've ever done. We created the word yeety, like yeet. But, like, as an adjective, <laughs> yeety. And then, to go with it, skirty. Right. Only because when you said yeety, I hated it so much it so that much. I required you to also say skirty. If you were going to just go to the depths of hell, you might as well just add something. Yeah. Might as well bring bring a parachute. I don't know. That's right. Yeah. Sure. Go to the depths of hell, bring a parachute. Bring a parachute <laughs> for the depths of hell. <laughs> Because that day I was just feeling kind of like, you know, like yeet, you know? (laughs) No, I don't know. (laughs) When you just, you are feeling down, but kind of laughing about it and you don't know what to do. So you just kind of do the woe and say yeet. You're just like, "Mm, yeet. Because I have this habit when I'm like stressed out or overwhelmed to like dance, like really manically. Just like my head doesn't move, but my body moves. And I just kind of stare. That's terrifying. It's very terrifying. But when I am like a like a smaller version of that, I just kind of do the whoa. And I'm just like, this sucks. Whoa. So when that happens, I feel yeety. Right. And then 
I came up with the definition of skirty, which is when you can't just feel skirty by itself. Being skirty, feeling skirty is a response to somebody else feeling yeety. Yeah. So it's either to say, I see that you feel yeedy Mm -hmm. and I support you. (laughs) Or it's, I see that you feel yeedy and same. I also feel yeedy. (laughs) So I feel skirty. Yeah. So it's it's, basically like a yes and. Yeah. And so like, I would say like, Bonnie, I'm just feeling really yeedy. Yeah, man. I feel skirty. Yeah. And then if you like don't feel skirty, you can also just say like, I'm skirty. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeedy. I'm skirty. I feel yeedy. I feel skirty. It's like, you know. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then sometimes this has happened. You'll say that you feel yeedy and I say nothing because mm-hmm. I don't feel skirty. Yeah. And so I just like allow you to feel yeedy, but yeah. like I don't have to say anything. Yeah, response. you don't have to acknowledge my yeediness all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing we've ever done. I'm cutting all that out. I hate it. Uh, you can't. I won't allow it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it forever. Everyone's going to use it. Uh, nobody use that definition. Everybody use it. We're going to get on the news for creating new words. You think the news reports on new words? The news does whatever I tell the news to do. Whoa. <laughs> Who's your in um, at the news? It's Ariana Huffington. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. Huff pose Ariana Huffington? Yeah. You got her? Yeah, we're tight. Are squash you? buds. You play squash with Ariana Huffington. Yeah. You didn't know that? No. Um, Shelly, how do you play squash? Uh, here's what you do. Yes. Um, you get rackets. You go into a room. You hit a ball against a wall. Squash. I, I can't fact check that because <laughs> I don't know how to play squash. <laughs> if that is how you play squash, I'm very <laughs> impressed with myself. It does it's, not racquetball, is it? It might be racquetball. What's the difference between racquetball and squash? Okay. Uh, We're learning about sports today. Wow. Who would have guessed? We're sports people now. Ever we since are. Dad's Day. Yeah. We heart sports. I have to type in squash the sport so that I don't just get information about squashes. Oh my God, totally. Squash is a racket and ball sport played by two players in a four-walled court with a small hollow rubber ball. I'm sorry. Squash is a racket and ball sport. Yeah. So what's racquetball? <laughs> I'm going to guess a racket and a ball sport. It's a squash sport. (laughs) You play with squashes. Racquetball is a racket sport played with a hollow rubber ball on an indoor or outdoor court. It's squash. It's squash. Wait. They look the same. The pictures? They're the same? Are the same. So there's always a wall involved. Yes. Racquetball, it has a wall. Then what's the one without a wall, but it's a racket and a little birdie? What's that one? Oh, shoot. I've played that before. I know the birdie is called Badminton. Sh- shuttlecock. <laughs> nice. Sick. Yeah. Badminton. Badminton. Okay. Ba- badminton? Mitten. Uh, I Mitten? don't know. <laughs> Mindton? Badminton. I think it's supposed to be badminton. I think that I was taught to say badminton. Like like a badminton. Like a little Oh, mitten. like a mitten. Yeah. Badminton. Oh. I, so I say badminton. But, oh, okay. But then I got really, like, stressed out about the fact that I'm not actually saying any T's. So then I tried to say the T and then it felt wrong. <laughs> badminton. <laughs> badminton. Why don't I say T's? I don't know. Why don't you say T's? I, know, I noticed that with the word mountain. I generally say mountain. 
There are people that say it that way. Yeah, but like, where? Why did I decide the T's don't matter? It's there. Well, well, not everybody says words the same way. Yeah. Actually, for a long time as a kid, I used to say "don't" with an L in there. Don't. Don't. Like, do not. The contraction for do not. Yeah. I would say don't. 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 I now say don't because I got made fun of. Don't. And so I actively changed it. Don't. I've never heard don't. Don't. I'm pretty sure other people say it that way because it's not like I made it up. It's just how I said. Don't. 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 (laughs) There are some words that I like classify as like, oh, we just say these differently. And there are some words where I'm like, if you say it the wrong way, I'm mad at you. Oh, like what? Like coupon. Oh, yeah. No, I can't get down with the coupon people. No. Where did you get that? How dare you? I feel like, like it's a New England thing. Keep. No, it was British. That keep was- on. <laughs> Park the car. Get a keep. <laughs> I can't do it. Just go British <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Boston accents are really hard for me. Australian accents are hard for me. Coupon. Coupon. <laughs> <laughs> but it's coupon. Like the. That's. But it's so strange because other words I respect that we just say it differently. Okay, an uprising. Mm-hmm. of a small group against their government, what would you call that? A revolt. Okay. Also. <laughs> what word are you looking for? A coup. I would never have guessed coup. But yeah, coup. But it's a coup. Okay, because we're talking about coupon. I'm just like, it's oh, spelled the same way. I Nobody see. says cue. No. Nobody's like, Q. oh my God, what if we have a queue? <laughs> and about the, about they call then it you're a like, coop. okay, get in line. We're we're having a coop. <laughs> having a coop, the chicken coop, but that's spelled different. Is it? Yeah, that's C-O-O-P. Is it? It's C-O-O-P, I promise. I believe you, but Did also- Did we not talk about me in third grade spelling and crying and needing the, the teacher to change the test so that I could come back and take it? Yes, but was it? What did it have to do with chicken coop? Because I spelled it right, C O O P, and then oh. you were looking it up. So I was like, I promise, and how to spell coop? Yes, yeah, great. It's coop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right. You're always right. No need to take the Q. test. Q chicken Q chicken Q cute cute. It's like a little line of chickens. Q. Oh, a chicken Q. <laughs> what are they waiting for? I still have a grudge against chicken. Oh my god. (laughs) I couldn't think of anything else they'd be waiting for. Why did the chicken cross the road? To get beheaded. (laughs) To get in line to get beheaded. We should check in with our challenger. I was really hoping we would forget about this. So our challenger last week was to come up with a challenger and then complete it. I came up with one. You did. Over this past week. And it was a doozy. It was. And we both completed it or we're about to complete it. Yeah. Live right now. How did you come up with this? I forgot what we were talking about. I was editing a Mail with Jeremy episode, Mm. actually. 
So Mail with Jeremy, if y'all aren't paying attention, Mm. is where Jeremy sends us the email that he gets from all of you and sends it to us. And we read it and answer your feedback, questions, comments, concerns, grievances. Mm -hmm. General hatred. General hatred. We respond to it. Yeah. Uh, and those those happen on a separate episode every yeah. week. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. Anyway, I was editing one of those episodes, and uh, and we were talking about voice memos and wanting to keep voice memos from oh, people yes. that we love, but also we were talking about our embarrassing voice memos. And I thought, in order to bring us closer, mm, sure, and to have us like reveal ourselves a little bit more to each mm-hmm, other. Mm-hmm. That we should collect a few that we might share with each other (laughs) Uh, in order to get allow the other person to get to know us better. Yay. Yay. (laughs) So I've brought about six, I think. Yeah, I've got four. They're all pretty short. Well, mine, originally I was just going to do one. And then I found out that you were doing six. So I gathered a couple more. They don't go together, like, at all. The only thread, common thread that they all have is that they're all embarrassing as hell. Yeah, well, mine are two asterisk. Mm -hmm. They're embarrassing, but I also, I didn't have a lot of embarrassing ones on there. Mine are basically me recording song ideas that I've never followed up on just alone in the car on the freeway. A lot of mine were that too. And honestly, I, I mean, those objectively are embarrassing if somebody else were to listen to it, but I don't think that they're embarrassing because they're part of the like creative process. And so like, it's, you know, you're just trying things out, feeling things out. Some of them, the ones that I've gathered though, are like, Sometimes I'll try to come up with a melody, and to do that, I need to put words to it. Oh, yeah. So I put ridiculous any words that are happening in my brain. Yeah, I do that, too. And uh, they create just the dumbest little songs. Dude, me too. Okay, I'm really excited for this. (laughs) I'm so excited to hear your weird songs. Uh, uh, Okay, if we do all at once, would you want to go first or after me? Should we flip a coin? We should flip a coin. Okay. Heads, you share first because you have a head. (laughs) Tails, I share first because Jeremy has a tail. Are you the chicken from Chicken Run? Like, where's your head? I I have a head. Okay. Alexa, flip a coin. Heads. Uh, Yes. Okay. Time for Shelly to let me hear her weird music. Oh, God. Do you want to pick the order that you hear them in? Ooh, yeah. Okay. Do I, me... get to, do I get titles and then yes. I get to choose titles? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So we have Shakespeare Nonsense. Ooh. Uh, churros. Wait, churro singular or plural? Plural. Okay. Um, bird Poop Soup. And one called New Recording. <laughs> I didn't title it. Okay. I want to hear churro, singular. Great. Here we go. Here we go. Churros, churros. I love churros. Churros, churros. I love churros. I love churros. Churros, churros. I love churros. What's the uh, uh, 
Churros, churros. Dude, that slaps though. <laughs> I come up with catchy songs, I, I gotta say. Um, thoughts? <laughs> um, I need to know why you were, why churros was the impetus for this, the inspiration. I wish I could remember. My gut's telling me that I just always have churros on the brain. Well, yeah. Churros and flan generally are always on my brain. Do you have a flan song? I don't have a flan song. Challenger, make a flan song. <laughs> no! For the next time we have a date. All right. I, how long does this flan song have to be? Under a minute. Under a minute flan song? Yeah. Great. A do I have to perform it live song. or do I do a recording? <laughs> I want it live, baby. Oh, man. All right. Flan song. Flan song. <laughs> Sounds like flan song. Flan song. Flan song. Flan song. Which one do you want next? Bird poop soup. Oh, God. They just get progressively more embarrassing. <laughs> Here we go. What I want you to do for me, my sweet mama. Oh, what I want you to do for me is when you make my bird poop soup. Like I know you will. I know you will. Can you give me just one scoop so that I feel filled? Oh. Then put the rest away <laughs> so I can't get to it later. <laughs> okay. So this one, we've got a whole plot happening in, yeah. this, in this song. I'm telling a story. You are. You're painting a picture. First of all, your sweet mama. My sweet mama. Has, you know that she's going to make you that bird poop soup. Yeah. And you're just does. letting her know that when she does, because you know she's going to. Like, I know you will. <laughs> when she does, you just want one scoop. Yeah. So you can get to the rest later. <laughs> Honestly, I felt like I was in it. <laughs> like you were like there with me. I almost felt like I was the sweet mama. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you were Jamie? Yeah, I really felt like Jamie <laughs> in that moment. Mom? I have a carabiner now. You do. I'm getting more Jamie by the day. You're basically my mom. That's which is cute. weird because we're on a date. Well, Date your mom, everyone. <laughs> Challenger to you. Challenger to you out there. Date your mom. Date your mother. Take your mother out on a date, yeah. okay? She loves you. When's the last time you took your mom out on a date? That's a great question. Analyze yourself. Yeah. Look at your own actions. <laughs> look at yourself in the mirror and think about your mother. Yeah, like when you look in the mirror, do you like what you see? Because you shouldn't. Because you didn't take your mom out on a date. That's right. And she would go. She would so go. Like, she what's she go. doing? She's, like, clipping coupons. Coupons? <laughs> she's, like... She's, like, uh, making you bird poop soup and you're like not even you paying attention to her. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Anyway, uh, next one. Okay, what are my two options again? Shakespeare nonsense and new recording uh, four. Okay. I want new recording. Great choice. This one's an add-on to... Um, uh, ooh, I apologize, future me, for listening to that. <laughs> you need to apologize to me. 
on the train with you. I was like, this is an add-on to what? Bird poop soup, maybe? Maybe churro? Maybe that's why it was a great choice. I will never know what it's an add-on to. You'll never know. Do you have a recording in your phone like right after that? That's I don't know. Oh my god. Suspense. I don't know. This is like, ooh, the the biggest mystery. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There was that. Here's the thing. Shakespeare nonsense is hands down the most embarrassing one. I'm so happy I left this to the end. It is the very first recording in my phone. Oh, my God. What year is it from? 2013. Oh, my God. This is before I graduated high school. I know because there are some after, like way after that are from Footloose. Oh, my God. So this is before I met you. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it's... It's the worst. Okay. I don't even, I want to preface this, but I feel like I shouldn't. I feel like you should just stand in it, you know? Just stand in it. Allow it to happen. All right. Nobody think less of me because... They're going to think more of you because of your vulnerability. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what's going to happen. Okay. I think so. I'm going to. Here we go. So I just got killer inspiration for writing deep songs, like instant deep songs. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Use Shakespeare and other literature for inspiration. This one is inspired by Shakespeare's Hamlet. Oh my god, to die my to sleep, to sleep, to dream. <laughs> no, that nonsense in between. Ooh. But in deadly sleep, what dreams may come? Take me away. Take me away. The end. Um, keep listening for more literature inspired songs. Bye. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. I just got killer inspiration. <laughs> keep listening for more literature inspired songs. This was, I was in my childhood bedroom. And I, I sometimes got song ideas late at night. Mm-hmm. So I had to like sing it really quietly because my parents were like in the other room. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And like Mumford and Sons was really big at the time. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I want to like have deep songs. <laughs> oh my God. It's the worst. Okay. This is absolute gold. <laughs> this is amazing. I hate this so much. I feel so exposed. <laughs> First of all, let me say, Hamlet, big fan. Yeah. Big fan. Yeah. You know what I loved most about this song? First of all, the rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Second of all, the fact that you like fully made a decision about whether or not Hamlet wants to actually die. Right. Because that's left ambiguous, you know? Mm-hmm. But in this song, you clearly make a you make a choice. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. a strong that's a strong move as a songwriter. Thank you so much. Um, and I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Um <laughs> You know what I also love? That you like take the point of view of Hamlet. Like you didn't look at the play and you're like, mm. I'm going to be Gertrude or Ophelia. You're kidding me with that nonsense? No, I'm not going to limit myself by like what Shakespeare writes for my gender. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to be who I am. Yeah. And who who I am is Hamlet. 
Yeah, that's exactly exactly what I thought when I was writing this banger. This killer idea. To die to sleep. Why was I singing like that? To sleep, to, to dream. dream. <laughs> and all the nonsense in between. <laughs> also, I love the fact that there is nothing, no Words in the text are in between those two lines. No. So there's no, no nonsense in between. Did I just sleep? Perchance. You're just talking about perchance. Yeah. You're like, fuck perchance. Fuck per I don't want to talk about All perchance. that nonsense? No. No. No, thank you, perchance. <laughs> so wow. those were my recordings. Thank you so much yeah. for showing me those. You're very welcome. Shakespeare is my favorite one. That's the best one. It's so bad. As soon as it's I listened so to it, I was like crying in my bed because I listened to it at like oh. 2 a.m. Yeah. And I was like, I can't believe, I can't believe I did that. Oh my God. Okay. It's about time to embarrass you now. I think it is. What I'm going to tell you is that None of what I have is as bad as that last one that you showed me. <laughs> no. But I want I want to reassure you that if we ever end up reading like journals or anything on here, I'm going to be the most embarrassed. <laughs> because like okay. cringy voice memos, yeah, but like my diary entries mm. are so cringe. Mm. So, like, I'll, I'll meet you there eventually. Yeah. I almost want to do a challenger, but I really feel like we should savor this. Like, save it for another day. <laughs> okay, here are your options. Great. Somebody's baby, Maraud, Bailey. Mm -hmm. Don't be weird about it. Mm. Making rent. Nice. Songwriter. Um, I'm going to go with making rent because we <laughs> both need to pay rent. Oh, my God. I keep forgetting to pay rent. <laughs> this is the last day I can do it without being late. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to pay rent. Mm -hmm. But first, you're going to play making rent. Okay. I want to I want to preface by telling you how I write songs on voice memos. Okay. So I'll have an idea in the car or somewhere or like walking around and I'll pull out my phone and I'll start recording it. And then later on, if I ever want to like mess with it, I'll use the same voice memo. Oh. Right after that, I'll just, like, edit the voice memo and add on to it. Interesting. To, like, keep developing the song. So I think in Making Rent, there's, like, a couple of different sections of it where I recorded it at different times. And by the end, it's, like, more of a complete idea. I'm excited. Okay. Go ahead. I don't think I'm gonna make my rent this month and <laughs> I don't think that I'm gonna make my rent this month I seem to have a problem being over here and I don't really mind the way you came around this is not embarrassing <laughs> I don't think that I'm gonna make this month, I seem to have spent all my money <laughs> on bringing flowers for you and for your hair and coffee to hair? fill my cup. For your hair? Coffee to fill my cup. Bringing flowers for your hair. 
out trying to see what words fit yeah <laughs> some flowers for your hair is beautiful because nobody buys flowers for my hair no i would much rather receive flowers from somebody than have them pay their own rent yeah exactly and flowers just for my hair right like to put in my hair maybe <laughs> yeah flowers for your hair isn't that what i said yeah i don't remember I think so. Here's why this is embarrassing. Okay. Because of the creative process. <laughs> that is embarrassing because it's not perfect. I'm not showing you a finished product here. Yeah. I'm showing you a weird little song <laughs> and me trying out a bunch of things that are not working. And that's so embarrassing to me as a perfectionist. I hate it. That, I mean, I get that. It, <laughs> I burped on one of mine though. <laughs> We're just in different lanes of embarrassing. I think so. I think so. Well, I don't I don't think I have any recordings of my own burp. <laughs> I'm not sure I've ever heard you burp. I don't usually. If I do, it's like interior. Mm. It's an interior burp. Do you know what I mean? Like I close my mouth and it happens mm. like in my throat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it, it's not like let it out. Yeah, I burp like I live out loud nice 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 <laughs> i admire that thank you i got it from my stepdad honestly really yeah used to say that's my boy whenever I would my family my dad's side of the family plays this weird horrifying game that i hate so much but basically it, it's like a version of the doorknob game oh where I like if you game. burp you have to say the word fred before somebody else says Fred, and if they beat you, then you have to run and touch a doorknob, and while before you touch the doorknob, they can hit you as many times as they want. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, it gets intense. Um, <laughs> there's also, like, so burps are Fred. Farts are Larry, I think. Hmm. Vince. Farts are Vince. <laughs> and hiccups are Larry. Interesting. I hate this game. Yeah, I would too. I hate it because I hate farting mm -hmm. and I hate burps yeah it, it like it's gross to me so I don't like just letting it happen and making a game and then people can hit me like that's just <laughs> I'm embarrassed and now people can hit me I hate it yeah I, I can see that yeah so I guess that's why I don't have any recordings of my own burps oh damn um all right what are the other ones I feel like you're going to get mad at songwriter, but because it, it's the same thing as making rent, like that's why it's embarrassing. Mm. But it ends up being a full song at the end, which is why I was like going to put it at the end. Okay. So it ends up where you're victorious and not at all Some, embarrassed. Somewhat victorious. How dare you? 
don't be weird about it. I think you're going to enjoy okay. that you're not going to think it's embarrassing. I don't think you're going to think anything's embarrassing because you are only get embarrassed at your stuff. Yeah. All right. I want to go Bailey. Okay. Bailey. That's the whole thing. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Bailey. Bailey. Honestly, what I'm gathering from this is that I'm a more embarrassing person than you are. <laughs> Like I said, when we read diaries, I'm gonna I'm gonna be so far past you. Oh man! All right, uh, I'm sticking to names. I'm gonna do Maraud. Okay. Maraud, 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 Maraud. Everything comes coming up, Maraud. <laughs> Oh yeah, this was my favorite so far. <laughs> Everything is coming up, Maraud. Actually, if I think I think you say comes coming up, Maraud. Did I say that? We should hear it again. Let's listen to it again. Maraud, 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 Maraud. Maraud, 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 Maraud. Everything comes coming up Everything comes coming up Alright, alright, I like that one. Oh, I'm blushing from that one. This is my favorite so far, absolutely. Okay, good. I'm glad you have a favorite. What are we left with? Somebody's baby, okay. don't be weird about it, and songwriter. Let's do somebody's baby. Okay. <laughs> God, this is so horrible. I wanna be, I wanna be somebody's, I wanna be, I wanna be somebody's, I wanna be, I wanna be somebody's baby. <sighs> Somebody's, I wanna be, I wanna be somebody's baby. I'm Regina Spector and I can do that shit and it's not gonna be terrible. <laughs> I spoke too soon about me being more embarrassing. <laughs> 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 Incredible. Um, all right, of the next two, uh-huh. which one should you do you recommend going first? Well, I think songwriters should go last because I I reign supreme at the y- end in redemption. some way. So, all right, do the other one first. What's the other one again? Uh, Don't be weird about it. 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 Don't be weird about it.
parts <laughs> one the fact that the don'ts become basically <laughs> what percussion yeah that was the point it's the don't be weird about it it's just like it's don't be weird about it don't, don't, don't. <laughs> it's a bass drum and when you're like singing but breathing in at the same time <laughs> because i'm literally singing the entire time and i'm time be to about it. don't <laughs> Don't be weird about it. Don't know be weird about it. <laughs> uh, okay, truly excellent. Um, and um, so this next one is where you get your redemption. Yeah, by the end. <laughs> 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 These are all fucking weird, dude. Didn't anyone ever tell you not to date a songwriter? I tried to tell you but you said let's do this all again oh why can't you be why can't you be the one to save me one to save me didn't anyone Ooh, ever uh-huh. tell you not to date a songwriter we speak in metaphors and settle scores and get the last word in Yeah. <laughs> I finally took one of those weird fucking ideas and made something out of it. Did we learn more about each other here? <laughs> I learned a lot about you. Mm. High school you. Yeah. Yeah. High school me was just so cool. Yeah. You know what I actually did learn? That we do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you do. We're alone in our car or somewhere else and we have a weird song idea and we just put it in there. Yep. And we assume nobody's going to hear them. And then we do this challenger. Yeah. And mm. we're fucked. I, I'm i just mad because I have some successful songs in my thing. Pull one up. I don't, I don't have it. Send it. Okay. We've got on. time. we got time. If I can have a victory moment, you should have a victory moment. All right. I'll let's take a break. And okay. then I'll, I'll, we'll come back and I'll have my victory moment. That sounds good. Ready for your moment of victory? Here's the thing. Uh-oh. None of them are victorious. What? I mean, like, I I don't ever record when I, like, fully flush out a song. Or maybe I do, but I, it's been, like, it was, like, way later after the initial parts were. I should go back and re-record on the things like The same do. thing, yeah. Yeah. So I have a version that is the closest to the fully formed song, but... The tone is terrible. Okay. And also the words that I've put in places aren't there. So some of them is just like me going da-da-da, even though I have words for them. Noted. Okay. Here we go. Wait, what's it called? <laughs> oh, it's called Carry Me. Okay, great. Debbie, I feel so heavy. Ooh. you used to carry me. Now I'm heavy 
breathing's louder yeah, You used to cover my ears The world was shouting You used to think it was your job To save me from all of my falls Thought I was fine cause I couldn't fall down in your arms When you let go I was sparkling I felt the weight of everything I can carry me on my own. I'm strong enough, even though you're gone. Thanks for holding me all those years. But I can take it from here. Ooh. When the world shouts, I scream louder at the top of my lungs till my voice hurts. But I'm finally uh, loving myself. Uh, carry me, oh oh. I can carry me, oh oh oh. Just goes on for a little Carry me, oh oh. I can carry me, oh oh oh. Okay, Katy Perry Stadium Tour song? Maybe. What? <laughs> that's a banger. Thank you. I do catchy well. Yeah, that's nice. You do a pop song well. Yeah, man. That's nice. Victory. Victory. Congratulations. Everyone knows that we're not just the worst. We're not embarrassing. <laughs> we're not embarrassing. We're awesome. Not at all. Yeah. And Maraud, the next- Maraud, Maraud, Maraud. <laughs> Maraud. <laughs> To die to sleep. <laughs> I have this killer idea. Oh you use literature as instant deep songs. <laughs> oh, so stay God. tuned for more literature inspired songs. And there are no more literature inspired songs in I was my voice now. <laughs> Not another one at all. Oh my God, yes. Yes, so. I love empty promises. <laughs> oh man, that's what I look for. Yeah, in a, in a partner is empty promises. Well, then you're in the right place, baby. <laughs> Been doing it all my life, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a uh, okay. You you okay? No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Yeah, any time, any time. Uh, okay, well, we did that, and let's pretend like that never happened. Yeah, so let's just like. We did it. We love it. We put it aside. We release it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Thank it no you. longer brings me joy. And I release it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and let's move on to our next segment. Mind meld. Mind meld. It's the mind meld. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting better each time. Yeah. I feel like I did it wrong, though. I think I'm supposed to say like, it's time for uh, It's time for Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't know why I'm saying mind meld more. It's time for mind it's meld. It's time it's for the, mind meld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> so it's time for mind meld. It's time for mind meld. It's time for mind meld. Okay. So we're going to try to meld our minds. Yes. Mind our melds. Mind our melds. Say the same thing at the same time. Mm -hmm. And when we do, that's the topic of conversation. This could either go great, i.e. Shrek. Yep. Or terrible, i.e. brown sugar. Brown sugar. Not our best look, but I believe in us today. I do too. (sighs) 
wait, let's just like make like 10 seconds of uninterrupted eye contact. Do, uh, do we have to? Yeah. Great. It's our, it's part of mind meld now. Okay. This is. I decided it right now. I don't like this. I Ten, don't want to do this nine, anymore. No, thank you. Eight, seven. Can I blink? Six. I'm blinking. Five. I'm currently blinking a four, lot now. The more they think about it, the more two, I blink. One. I can't stop blinking. I didn't blink a single time and you blinked like 8,000 times. <laughs> All right. I'm ready. All right. I'm going to mind meld with you. Yeah. I'm going to mind meld with you. Three, two, one. Mojito. 14 mojito. All right. Three, two, one. 21. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, 21 and four loco. Um, okay. Three, two, one. College. Okay. Vodka and college. Three, Two, one, frat, frat party. party. Oh! oh, damn. Have you ever been to a frat party? No. Okay, I went to a frat party when I was at Chapman. Really? It was the weirdest thing ever. I need to know more right now. Okay, I went to Chapman for one year right after high school. Mm-hmm. One year and one day, technically. I went to my first day of classes and I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> and I dropped out. Um, but I... Went to a frat party because I was like, this is the college experience, question mark? Mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i a nerd. I went with other nerds. I don't even know how he scored an invite. Oh, you know what? I do know. Because we had, like, three friends who were nerds that were also in a sorority called Theta. Oh. And the Theta girls had an invite, so they brought us. Nice. I kind of felt like I was crashing the party. Nice. Nobody spoke to me except my friends. Nice. There were so many people there. It was in this gross backyard. Everything was dirty. There were cups everywhere. I'm. It was like nighttime. It was like a grass, like a patchy grass lawn with like a bunch of games set up everywhere. But nobody was really playing the games. Mm. So I played beer pong with my friend. Yep. And then we left because it was boring. Yeah. It was really gross. That's what I think of when I think of frat parties is just like a half-assed part, like no decorations. No, zero decorations. Like they just bring alcohol and think this is a party. Yeah. They're like, we got a keg. Someone like plays from like a shitty speaker, plays music. Yeah. It honestly felt like I was in a movie. Like without all the glamour, it was like what movies think college is. (laughs) And I was like, this is not college like i'm here in college at this party and even i know this isn't college damn that's disappointing it was kind of disappointing well i wish i had stories about frat parties i don't i think the closest i've come to like going to a frat party is um two parties at a guy named chaz at his house chaz chaz is a frat boy name it totally is I don't even think I really know him, even though you you met him at our community college. Mm-hmm. But that was a little bit after me, or we weren't in the same show at that point, so no. I didn't really know him. And that was kind of during all the weirdness, because that, that was yeah. when I was in Lend Me a Tenor and you were in Cuckoo's Nest, and that was around the time that we had like a micro falling out. Like I felt like yeah. we didn't technically have a falling out, but I just I I wasn't on the side of it that you were on. 
Yeah, I think we should probably, we should talk about that particular time in our friendship. Yeah. Maybe a different time. Yeah. But we should address that and we like should. actually talk it because we've never talked about it. No. Yeah. I mean, we've ta- kind of talked about, like we've addressed it, not addressed, addressed it. it. We've acknowledged it. Yeah. Oh, it's not like we're hiding the fact that it happened. We know no. it happened. Yeah. But we, we also haven't like gone deep into why or like, or how to make sure it doesn't happen again. We yeah. really haven't done any of that. Yeah. So it might be nice to process that yeah, a little bit. I think bit. that'd be a good idea. Yeah. Okay, so Chaz's house. Chaz's house. So I was doing a show called Lend Me a Tenor, which is a comedy show. I would play, I played an Italian woman. And the guy who played my husband, Chaz, had a crush on me and I had a crush on him, but he also had a crush on two other girls in the production. Oh my God, Chaz. And was trying to like juggle all three of us. Oh it my God. Chaz. Jazz is just one big eye roll. Yeah, honestly, he really is. So he threw the first one. I th- I don't remember what it was. I think it was a birthday party and it was Playboy themed because uh, oh of course God. it was. <laughs> His name is Chaz. This is fully a frat party. Go on. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. There were so many guys. Somebody did a keg stand there like it was a frat party. OK, then this totally counts. Excellent. I I mean, I've all, I was always a little bit body conscious. So instead of dressing in lingerie like all of my friends did. I wore a like a huge black uh, button down mm-hmm. and fishnets and like socks. And I was like, I'm like the risky business That's person. Hot, though. It was hot. Honestly, yeah. I look hot. Uh, <laughs> and I don't remember. I honestly don't remember much from that party because of drinking. Yeah. But it was fun. It was fun. And then the second one, it was toga themed. Oh, my God. Chaz. <laughs> so it was actually... It was toga themed. That's, I think, the one where he was really trying to juggle um, between me. I think it was Natalie and Elizabeth. Wait, okay, so he was juggling on the same night? Yeah. Or was he juggling like he was just paying one girl more attention on that particular night? We He was having special moments with Aww. each of us, like pulling us on the stairs and like talking to us and like giving us like a heart to heart and then doing the exact same thing with the other person at like outside and doing that. Yeah. And he even had one of his friends uh, who was kind of seeing Amy at the time, pull me aside and say how much he really liked me. And then I found out from Elizabeth, AJ did the same thing to her. Who is this guy? Get the fuck out of here to treat these amazing women like that. I know. But his... (laughs) His Instagram bio is my favorite thing of all time. Oh, my God. Read it in a dramatic fashion. Okay. EDM dot dot dot. That is all. That's it? That's the whole Instagram bio. <laughs> Fucking Chaz. Oh. I don't even know this kid and I hate him. So those are my frat party experiences. I fully believe that those count as frat by. The fact that it's toga themed. Yeah, literally Playboy and toga themed. Playboy and toga themed. I mean, right out of the frat boy handbook. Mm -hmm. It was great. (laughs) Yeah, well, okay. I didn't know about those parties where he basically treated you like an option, which I hate. Yeah, I mean. All three of you, you, Amy, and Natalie are way more than just options. Actually, it was Elizabeth. Oh, Elizabeth. Yeah, Yeah. still. Still. She's amazing. But I'm glad it worked out that way because towards there's actually a little bit of a love triangle happening in Lend Me a Tenor between, well, and then like a Pentagon because of all of Chaz's women. Uh-huh. But involving me, there was uh, me, Chaz, and that Charles. 
at the time. That's right, because you and Charles weren't dating yet. Yeah, we weren't dating, and I was like, I was putting an effort. I had a feeling he liked me back, but he wasn't really putting an effort at the time, and Chaz was. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to, I guess, entertain this. Yeah. And then, so at the first party, Charles wasn't there, and I was just, like, hanging out with Chaz. And at the second party, Charles was there. Um, (laughs) So that whole night was really weird. And... And Chaz was being a dick, and I was, like, not into it. And then I slept in his sister's room that night. And the next morning, Charles was apparently, like, so worried about me. He's like, where did she sleep? Is she okay? Did did she sleep alone? <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, woke him up a little bit, did it? Yeah. And then, so, I not only saw that that avenue with Chaz was not one I wanted to pursue, but also showed that he, was, he cared about me. So then we ended up dating for years. So... Okay. They worked out. Thanks, well, at Chaz. Least, at least you didn't date Chaz, honestly. Oh, my God. <gasps> Let's take another break. Okay. And then we'll come back, and I'll give you another question, and hopefully you'll fall in love with me today. Maybe. No, I won't. Maybe. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Did we ever decide on a theme song for this part? Oh, no, we didn't. We d- we said we were gonna work workshop it, and we did not. No, let's, let's off the cuff it. Off the cuff. Off the dome. Off the the diggly diggly dome. Getting ready to fall in love with my best friend. Getting ready to fall in love with my best friend. Getting ready to my friend. Let's take it back from one. Ready? Yeah. Ready? Getting ready to fall in love with my best Getting friend. Getting ready to fall in love with my best friend. <laughs> Gotta ask her a little question. 36 to 32 or 36. 36. This is going really well. 36 questions to fall in love. 36. <laughs> this is going terribly. This is going great. It's going exactly how it's going. All right. I think that we can't come up with one tonight but my challenger to you oh my god is to write a full ass song for this a whole song a whole song get ready oh man it's gonna happen oh no (laughs) i'm so excited that you gave me this challenger i take it back i take it all back no you can't it happened i have it recorded (sighs) okay every date We read a question from the New York Times article, 36 Questions That Lead to Love. Every week, we answer one of the questions. This week, we are answering number three. Quick check-in before you ask number three. Yeah. We've done two of these so far. Mm -hmm. Are you in love with me? I'm not in love with you, but especially after this conversation, I love you a lot more. Yeah. I'm feeling some love. I'm feeling a little, little love. But I'm... Not a lot of heat. No. But like... Physically in the apartment, it's hot, but I don't feel a lot of heat between yeah, us. But yeah. I feel loving feelings for you. Yeah, it's like a like a you know, it's still a friend love right now. Yeah, it's let's still see a if we can love. make it like a love love, like a romantic love. Yeah, let's just be open to it. See yeah. what happens. All right. Yeah. Hit me. All right. Question three. This is pretty appropriate for what we ended up doing today. Oh wow. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say? Why? Yes, because I'm an anxious person. (laughs) Do you do it for like 
high stakes phone calls or do you do it for like things like I need to call my insurance? I just need to practice what this is going to be. A little bit of both. I d- generally have like phone call anxiety, especially when I'm doing the dialing. Yeah, I do too. Maybe if it's like insurance company, I don't really care because I'm trying to solve a problem. But if I'm like t- trying to make a doctor's appointment or something, I'll just be like, okay, hi, my name is Shelly. I need to make an appointment for so-and-so uh, at this time, if possible. And like, and they're going to say something and I'm going to say something. <laughs> and you practice that. Okay. Yeah. If it's like a high stakes or like a personal call, I absolutely write out talking points. Like especially if it's like a social call that I put stakes in, I will write out talking points. I will practice it. I will voice record myself. I don't think that I've ever voice recorded this thing, but I definitely do in the car. I'll drive and I'll be listening to nothing, no music, no anything. It'll just be me in the road. And I will practice what I need to say to this person. And I don't, sometimes I'll imagine what they say back, but it's not really linear like that. I don't practice it linearly. I kind of like, I'll say what I, I'll sort of work out my feelings about something and try to figure out how to best explain it. And then as I'm doing that, I'll kind of hear like the counter argument as I'm making my points. And then I'll build in and like I'll address the counter argument by the time I'm done figuring out what I want to say. Absolutely do that. I also, I really need to be prepared for all like possibilities. So I try to think of any counter argument they could have, even if it doesn't come up naturally. Like I try to have talking points for every possible outcome of this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause I get so, I, I, I've never really been caught off guard that badly in a conversation where I'm just like, uh, uh, I can't, uh, unless I'm like actively having an anxiety attack. But every time I th- I'm going to have a phone call, I think that I'm just going to be silent or something. <laughs> like suddenly forget how to talk. <laughs> so I need to plan out my talking. Like when I was seeing Hugh Grant. <laughs> uh-huh. Our uh, old pal Hugh Grant. Our old pal Hugh Grant. A lot of the conversations that we would have like over the phone or on FaceTime, I would like prepare for. And especially there was one where we were, it was during the the height of the Black Lives Matter movement um, last year uh, after George Floyd, where he had asked like ignorant questions and was like making me teach him about being black in America. Yep. Which in case you're wondering, uh, don't do that. No. Don't, don't, don't do that to black people, please. <laughs> Especially while we're actively grieving. I also practice to not have... And emotional responses too. So if I practice it and like know what I'm going to say, I'm not going to speak out of frustration. I'm not going to speak out of a place of hurt. I mean, I obviously want to honor those emotions if they come up organically and voice them. But especially with somebody that I want to continue having a relationship with, I practiced to calmly and rationally tell them, fuck off, stop yeah. bothering me with this shit. <laughs> So, yes, I do do that. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a question. Mm. Have you ever practiced a conversation with me before having it? Oh, man. I don't know that I've I've practiced a conversation. I think I sometimes talk out the issues to myself and then that feels satisfying. But I don't think I, I talk them out before I plan to talk to you about them. Yeah. But I guess if, if it was something that is like, 
an issue that has kind of been bubbling somewhere. I've talked it out. And then if it ever comes up, I know what to say. But I, I guess I don't I don't actively plan, but I maybe have done it. I honestly don't know. Have you? Yeah. Oh, really? I have. I often practice how to ask you to do the dishes. Oh, really? <laughs> because it's such a stressful thing for me to have to do. <laughs> because it's such a weird thing. I could, like, it's both of our responsibilities. Yeah. I could just ask you, if I've been doing them for a while, I could ask you and you would happily do them. And yep. I know that. Mm -hmm. I know that sometimes you just need me to, like, remind you that it needs to be done or whatever. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. Except that. It's such a stressful thing for me to be like, can you, a person, not me, do this thing for me? I hate it. I hate it. So sometimes I have to like be in my room and I'll have to, I'll have to like talk myself down. Like she's not going to get mad at you nope. <laughs> for asking to do something that we're both responsible for. Yeah. Like she's not going to get mad at you. But sometimes I feel like you are because that's my anxiety that like, I'm going to ask for too much. And then you're gonna be like, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> I'm literally moving out. I'm How moving dare you out. Ask I'm me never going to clean my dishes with you ever again. Well, would it help if I say to you right now, you can anytime ask me to do the dishes? I want that to help. <laughs> I hope it will. I hear you. <laughs> I do hear you. And I'm going to, I'm going to try to make that help. Great. Ask you. <laughs> Something that is completely fine mm -hmm. and that you have voiced now that it's completely fine. <laughs> Just sometimes, sometimes I don't address things like this because I know like cleaning and things like this get worse for you when you're having a harder time with depression, anxiety. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I don't want my thing, like me asking you to be like the last straw of like, you being so anxious and then I say something and all of a sudden you're like spiraling. Yeah. I, I just, I would take that on as my, like I would feel guilty about that. And so I think I'm trying to avoid doing that because I don't want to cause you harm. And for some reason, my brain is like, if you ask her to take out the trash, you are <laughs> causing her harm. <laughs> Honestly, when I'm in it though, the problem is I just, everything is kind of washing over me. Like I'm just not aware of anything. So I like, I'm sure no, the dishes are piling up, the trash is piling up, but it like leaves my mind in like 10 seconds. So you asking me to do that is just like, oh yeah, that's a thing. Not that I don't notice it. Of course I'm, I notice it, but I also just like kind of pay no mind yeah. to it. So you can ask me anytime. <laughs> But I also, in my brain, because this, again, I have I have anxiety and I go in my room and I rationalize all these things. I'm like, if I ask her to do this, like, she's already cleaning a room, you know? Like, she's on her room train yep. right now. Never mind that that's going to take a couple of days to get on that train mm. or to finish the train. But I'm like, I can't, I don't want her to feel like now she has to clean this too. Like, that's already a big project. And like, it's in your brain as a big project. I'm like, I don't want to distract her from that. And then like add a thing and that's going to be the last straw again. <laughs> She's finally doing better. So I have reasons to not tell you when you're down. And then I have reasons to not tell you when you're doing better. <laughs> so again, it has nothing to do with you. Yeah, It's just me and my own brain. My brain telling me she's going to abandon you well, if okay. you ask for something you need. 
Okay. Well, here's here's something that might make you feel better. Okay. Is you at least ask when there is like something that I'm like, I feel like maybe I'm doing this a little bit more. I'm just going to leave it for a while. See if she notices that it's not being done. Wait, what? Uh, and and then hope. And then if that doesn't happen, then I'm like, it's fine. I'll do it. <laughs> like, Wait, you're telling me that I do this? No, that I, do this? I do this. When there's oh. like a task that I feel like I, I've been doing a little bit more. Uh-huh. Like one of the ones is cleaning the toilet. Oh, yeah. I haven't done that in a long time. <laughs> I hate that chore so much. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I tend to do I tend to do the bathroom stuff like cleaning the toilet and yeah. snaking the drain. You do, yeah. And then there is a little bit. All right, I'm just going to be very transparent. Love it. Here. Give it to me. When we had our very first roommate discussion, yes. about tasks that we hated, I said that I hated doing the dishes, and you said you hated doing the bathroom stuff. So in my mind, I was like, great, I'm on bathroom stuff, and then Bonnie's on dishes, unless I do, like decide to do the dishes. Which is not at all what we discussed, but that's what happened in my mind. (laughs) So then, especially during the pandemic, when we were home more and there were more dishes, so it didn't make sense for you to do the dishes all by yourself all the time. And I was doing dishes more, but also feeling like I was still handling the bathroom stuff by myself more. That's when I started to let it like slide a little bit and like go a little bit longer and see if you decided to do it without ever asking you to do it. Okay, so let's let's hash this out right now yeah. because there was a point at which we had that roommate discussion and then I started to feel like dishes are a three times a day task if you're not doing anything. If you're not doing any dishes, I'm doing dishes like at least twice a day. And I don't want to do dishes that much. Yeah, it makes where sense. Where the bathroom stuff is like once a week, if that. Yeah. And so I started to feel like it was way unfair for me to be expected to do the dishes all the time. That makes sense. And also you're cooking like a ton of meals and then having so many dishes when I don't cook that much. So I don't have that many dishes myself. So it felt really unfair. And I don't notice, like you sometimes don't notice the dishes. I don't really notice when the bathroom doesn't Especially when the toilet, because I'm not looking in there because I don't want to look in there. <laughs> so I just don't even pay attention to that. But I hear you. You want me to contribute with bathroom stuff. So let's make a new roommate contract sort of thing. Yeah. Right now let's like redo this thing because we both feel like it's unfair. Yeah. So let's redo it. Let's redo this thing, bro. Let's switch off doing bathroom things. We're going to get a better way to clean the toilet because I don't know what we have and I don't like what we have. Okay. So I want something where I don't ha- I don't even have to get in there nice. to do what needs to be done, but I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it from like, with like a really long stick. That is maybe not going to work because we also have to lift the, this is going to be really gross. You have to lift the toilet seat and yeah. there's like. Yeah, that's fine. Like the- you can do, you wipe the toilet seat, but like the bowl part. Okay. Yeah. The bowl part, I need a long stick. I don't want to. I, there's we don't have a long stick thing. No, we have a medium stick medium thing. Yeah. Stick. We need a long stick. <laughs> <laughs> Stay far away from that. <laughs> Honestly, the bowl's not the worst part. It's under the lid. It gets nasty. Weirdly, I'd rather clean the the top part, the lid part, rather than the bowl part. I don't like the bowl part. All right. Anyway, we'll switch off doing bathroom stuff. It will be more even on bathroom stuff. Yeah. Then I need it to be more even on dishes stuff. Yeah. What What's an ideal your ideal dishes schedule? 
I don't really have an ideal schedule, but sometimes when I do a whole load of dishes, I, I like a clean kitchen in my ideal world. I like a clean kitchen, but I also know that like that is unrealistic to have it all put away all the time. And I get lazy with it too. So it's not like I have impossible standards, but when I do like a whole load of dishes and then right after that, something gets put into the sink and not done. I feel like I earned a clean kitchen and then it's not clean anymore. Like I get sad about it. So I think when we like do the dishes, we should like do them and like let it be clean for a little bit and then it can start piling up and then we like do them and we like earn the cleanliness a little bit. I don't know how to make that happen because do I just not eat? (laughs) Like I have a really hard time doing my dishes as they come up. Like right after I'm done using it, rinsing it and putting it away. Like I just, for some reason that. Yeah. Okay. So let me be more specific because I'm not necessarily asking for that. But what I'm saying is when I do a whole load of dishes and there's nothing in the sink, Mm -hmm. that's when I need you to do your dish right after you eat it. If the reason you're not doing your dish is because there's nowhere for you to put it, I feel like then you can put away the dishes and then there will be somewhere for you to put it. That's not why I don't do my dish though. And I could see, like, I, I can see there being a completely clean sink and me never feeling like I could just put my dish in there because it's going to it's gonna stay clean as long as I don't put a dish in. No, this is, this is like, it's hard to explain, but it's like the same day. If it's the same day and I've just worked for a clean kitchen, then I get, I get a little frustrated if then you put some, like, dishes from your room in the sink and then don't r- rinse it or even just like on the counter. And it's it, it's like, but I just earned a clean kitchen. Can we not wait a day before it starts piling up again? Because then I can put the other dishes away and then there will be somewhere for it to go. So then the next day, if I see your dishes in there, I can just do them and put them in the thing. But then it feels clean to me because it's not in the dirty side. I feel like you're, you are thinking this means you can never have dirty dishes in the sink. And I'm just saying it's like the same day. Okay. I hear you. And I recognize that. I think that this method is a little bit harder for me than having like a alternating schedule of cleaning because a lot of times I put my (laughs) piles of dishes in the sink because I just, I don't have the space to deal with them. And then so like, if it was you know, if like you clean that day and then let's say I put dirty dishes and then it's my turn to clean the next day. Like I feel equipped to handle that for some, for some reason right now, just like talking this out, that okay. feels a little bit better to me, which might not even be the case in practice. Okay. Cause I might then make an excuse like, Oh, I'm not feeling it today now too. Yeah. Like, but I, I'm just having a hard time with, and this is just this is just one of my issues with dishes and why I've said that this is my least favorite thing is because feeling like they need to be done. I, I, I'm not wording well right now. <laughs> I don't know how to come to a compromise on this because I feel like if we go to a daily schedule where like I do them one day, you do them the next day, then I feel like you're going to feel that they need to be done every day. When that's not what we do now, that's no. more than what we do now, which I don't necessarily need. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not looking for this 
to like make it so that we do dishes all the time and there's never a dirty dish in the sink. Cause I don't think that's realistic. Okay. It's not realistic for me. I leave dirty dishes in the sink cause they need to soak sometimes, you know, and I just put water in them. I just, I, I know that I'm going to have an issue with doing it as they come up when that happens. So when you said like same day, what did you mean by same day? Like is it as as my dishes come up, put them in the clean side of the sink? No. It, so I'm saying same day. It's like when I feel like I've I've made the kitchen clean, mm-hmm. then it feels frustrating when like five minutes later, there's a dirty dish in there when I feel like I just made it clean. So it would be nice to like get to enjoy it for a little bit before the cycle starts over and we accumulate and we don't do our dishes every day because that's not us. So like- when I do the dishes, I want it to feel productive. And so then when there's dirty dishes right after I've been productive, it doesn't feel productive anymore. Okay. That's kind of what I'm getting at. It's not like I need a hard and fast rule of like same day. Once the dishes are done, you can't have any dirty dishes ever. It's like, I don't know. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? I I do. I do. I just am trying to mentally put this in practice. Yeah. And like, I know it seems really easy to just do the dishes as they come up. It just sometimes is is not as easy as it sounds um, for me specifically. Yeah. Not to, not to like cop out, like I'm not saying like, I can't do that. I have a hard time with that kind of thing. Um, no, I know. But I, I also feel like maybe you think that that's what I'm asking for all the time. All right. I think that it probably deserves a trial run. Okay. Or we can do this this week. Uh-huh. And or next week. I don't know how long it, it will take for me to kind of see kind of see how it goes, but then also then check in. Yeah, see and how see how it's going for each one of us. Yeah. Okay. I'm I want you to know that I am trying to not put something in front of you that's going to set you up to fail. I know. Yeah. I'm not trying to do that. I want to work with you and for you. I also, we're trying to make it better for me too. Yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm honestly, I think that it is not uh, bad, (laughs) but what you're asking is not, I just, I'm having a hard time visualizing it. And I sometimes do that where like, we are kind of on the same page, but different pages also. Like I I think in practice, it's I'm going to get it a lot more than talking it out because right now I, I'm i just having a hard time visualizing it, which happens sometimes. Yeah. Okay. So we can put it into practice. If it's not working for you, but it is working for me, mm-hmm. like you're like, this is too much pressure. I can't, I cannot commit to this long term. Like I can do it in the short term, but this is not going to work for me and my brain going forward. But I like it a lot better. I can be flexible. Okay. Also, I feel like sometimes my my approach to it is wrong. Like when the the situation that I'm talking about, when like I've just cleaned and there's space in there and instead you put it in the sink. Sometimes I view that as like almost disrespect, mm. like as a living partner. Like okay. I, I view it in a disrespectful way when I also know at the same time as feeling disrespected, I know you don't do that. You're not doing that. It's This is just how you live and it is different from me. So there's part of this that I need to adjust the way that I am interpreting your actions because that's not fair to put that, even though I feel it, it's not what you intend. 
I think that might be a little bit what's maybe giving me some hesitation is that I was getting the sense that if I'm not able to do this, like you said, that you earned the clean kitchen. And when I do that, then you like are upset that because you earned the clean kitchen. It then to me translated that like me doing that is disrespectful, which is where it was kind of creating a mental block for me, because for me, that's just putting a, a dish that I had in the sink because I am doing other things and I'm going to put my dish in the sink because dishes belong in the sink. It felt like for me, putting a dish in the sink was like a good thing. Mm-hmm. And for you, it was a disrespectful thing. For me, it was like you communicating that now I have to do this one. <laughs> That's what I was like. I was like, but I don't want to. I did all these other ones. <laughs> so, okay. I hear you. This is a good thing for you. When you put it in the sink, it is a positive move forward. Yes. And I'm going to view it that way instead of viewing it like you telling me I have to do this one too. <laughs> I would would shake if if I knew that you were thinking that like <laughs> that the, me putting my dishes in the sink were like do my dishes woman <laughs> this is so funny okay so clearly we are able to talk out these issues yeah. in a healthy and respectful way we just don't always we just don't and that's a problem yes. we should do this more regularly because it goes well Yes. And I'm going to I'm going to bookmark this for my anxiety that these conversations go well. Yeah. And we love each other and it's fine. It's never a good idea to guess what the other person is thinking. It's not. Cuz I feel like we catastrophize a little bit. Oh, 100%. <laughs> my therapist always tells me I do. I literally have done that so many times and she's like, "What if that doesn't happen?" I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> Wait, it could not happen. I guess that it way? could not happen. <laughs> Yeah. Well? Well, are you in love with me now? No, (laughs) but I do love you. I do love you too. I feel a little embarrassed and a little chastised because um, I'm not giving you enough credit. And I always say that it's a better idea to be vulnerable and talk through things. And then I don't put that into practice. And I'm feeling a little humbled right now. And I need to do that more often. (laughs) Well, honestly, I'm feeling that too. And the fact that I've just kind of been like a little bit silently stewing about the bathroom thing and never talking to you about it when it was like a 10 second conversation. And then we decided to, to set down new ground rules. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get a a cleaning solution that works for me and then I can contribute. Cleaning solution. Nice. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, um, Thanks for coming to the living room today. Thank you for having me. I had a lovely time. I did too. I feel that it was um, more productive than I realized it was going to be today. Yeah, I know. We started off by playing embarrassing voice memos and then we had friendship in action. You know, I love it. I love it and I love you. I love you too. Bye. Bye. We're not dating at all. Thanks for listening to Everybody Ships Us. This podcast is executive produced by Schmangy Incorporated and is hosted, produced, and edited by Shelley Norfleet and Bonnie Dolan, with help from our production assistant, Brianna Chapelier. Our theme song was written by Bonnie Dolan and arranged by Andrew Carter, who also does our mixing and mastering. Our cover art was shot by Cynthia Price and designed by Shelley Norfleet. To get into contact with us, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Everybody Ships Us, and on Twitter at ShipsUsPod. Or you can email us at everybodyshipsus at gmail.com.
If you like this podcast, make sure to follow or subscribe on your preferred podcast listening app.